Welcome to the Reclamation Podcast. Reclamation is a project Josh, that we... Josh, let's not do uh, that. Okay, are you sure? Yeah, we have our other plan for well, that's tonight. Our, that's our intro. Eh, they know it. Okay. <laughs> are you sure? All right, all right, all right. Well, what do you have in mind? Okay, hi guys, it's Allison and Josh. Um, and we are turning things down a notch, being kind of low-key this evening, and doing a getting to know you podcast episode <laughs> because everyone was asking for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay because we're very full of ourselves okay no one was and asking we want for to that. share more about ourselves <laughs> no we in part are doing a low-key episode because we have just finished kind of our thesis so to speak right the last four episodes that we've released of the Reclamation Faith podcast have been uh, kind of like our big, big ideas that are the foundation of a lot of what we're hoping to talk about. And Which were really fun and fun to unpack, but also yeah. felt big and heavy and we felt like something light and digestible would be great for this this particular episode. Yeah. We also are using this week and next week a bit to kind of work on some other things behind mm-hmm. the scene that we are excited to roll out soon. Uh, and those needed our focus. And so we thought tonight, yeah, let's do something where it's a little bit more light and personable. And yeah. we know a lot of our friends and family have been supporting and listening. And a lot of you know us, but there's people that have been listening that don't know us. And hopefully that will also increase soon. And we just want people to get a chance to know who they're listening to. Right. So we each wrote a, we each wrote three questions for one another uh, and didn't let that person, the other person, see. Yeah, we the still questions. don't know what the questions that we wrote for each other are. Right. Just to, should we do a little? Well, the three questions are three, ca- each question's a category. Oh I know. One is goofy, one is historical, and one is spiritual. And so we're going to be talking about these questions. And sharing a little bit about ourselves. Yeah. So, without further ado, Allison, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born and raised in a small town in Pennsylvania, Lebanon, PA, near Hershey. And I uh, grew up going to church for most of my life. Um, My faith really took off in high school in 10th grade. And I went from high school to Eastern University, a Christian college outside of Philadelphia. Loved it. And then began teaching fourth grade right out of the gates in a small rural town in Virginia. And had just, uh, (laughs) I don't even know how, there are are no short words to describe it. No, there are not. Yeah. Near the end of that time, I had this like kind of radical call, I would say, to go to seminary, which I had never thought of in my life, um, but decided to jump on a plane fly to Pasadena, enroll in Fuller Seminary, and literally met Josh at Welcome Week. It was ridiculous. The first week. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we just had like this funny little... What? (laughs) (laughs) This funny little what? I don't know. I'm like, maybe I'm talking too long about this. Let's get to your question. All right, all right. We'll get to my questions. Okay. So, Oh, there's a lot more to my story. Okay. There's a lot more. We'll have to do a part two of Allison's story. There's a lot more to Allison than that. (laughs) Just leave them wanting more. All right. Uh, Would you like goofy, historical? uh, Okay. mm, Let's go with goofy. Goofy Goofy goofy. first. Okay. Goofy first. What was a time that you were absolutely 
unquestionably, gobstoppingly embarrassed by me. Oh, I literally, when we thought of this initially, I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't ask my most embarrassing moment because I don't have a good one. Oh, Josh. By me. That's the gob stoppingly. Isn't that a great word? I don't know. Maybe now. <laughs> this moment. <laughs> okay. That is a great one. Uh, there are many small instances of embarrassment. Mostly. I'm sure they're cumulative. It is kind of cumulative. <laughs> one of my pet, we'll just switch it to a pet peeve. Wait a second. <laughs> This is not just an opportunity for you to <laughs> criticize well, me. Well, wait, it fits with embarrassment. So something that Josh likes to do that my mom also does is try to get me to become part of the conversation even if I don't want to. That's true. I do so that. So that embarrasses me because if I'm not talking like, in the hey, conversation. Like, awesome. let's start a podcast. No, not like that. <laughs> so if I'm not a part of the conversation, that means I don't want to be sharing. But Josh will... Sometimes, sometimes in awkward social settings already say, well, Allison had a lot of experience in that. (laughs) Or don't you have a really funny story about this very thing, Allison? Or one time you were like, oh, what was the like sermon series I did on that, Allison? I was like, what the heck kind of quiz is this? So that's a good answer. Yeah. Is it? It's not like one, which is maybe good. Yeah, that's yeah. probably a good thing. It's just many okay. embarrassing moments. Okay. I'll take that to heart. I think, wait, I think I should ask you questions now. I think we should kind of go back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let me do my little bio. Okay, it better be snappy after you cut me off at age 22. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm originally from Sacramento, California. Grew up there, uh, lived there up until I went to college and the University of California, San Diego. Lived in San Diego for five years. Uh, After I graduated, I worked for a year, lived for a year in San Diego, and then also went to Fuller, which is where Allison and I met, Welcome Week. I actually saw Allison the very first day that we were on campus. She was in the pew behind me at our convocation, which is sort of like opening the ceremonies for new students. And we had to like, new students had to stand up and I turned around and there she was and she smiled at me. We didn't actually meet officially till a few days later, but I remembered her. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a good start. <laughs> uh, so we went through seminary together and got our MDs. We actually got married after two years mm-hmm. of being in grad school and finished out our last year together mm-hmm. as a married couple. And then we spent a year after seminary living in Prague in the Czech mm-hmm. Republic and then from there, started looking for jobs, which landed us in Massachusetts for eight yeah. years. And that's where we were. I was working as a student ministries pastor at a church there in Amherst. And just as of a year ago, we moved to Baltimore, where I'm now an associate pastor mm-hmm. at a church here in Baltimore, uh, really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've just felt, I think, ever since we met in seminary, it's been a dream of ours to do something together yeah you know like this to use our gifts and to use our training and our education and combine those skills and so we're really excited about this project I think in part because of that definitely yeah great so on that note Josh have you ever laughed so hard that water or milk spewed out of your nose (laughs) or have you ever laughed so hard you peed your pants and if so, describe what okay. it is. No, definitely not the latter. The first one, oh man. 
I do have alternate goofy questions. Yeah, I can't think of a time I laughed so hard that water or milk I could I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if that had ever happened to you. Okay. I laugh so hard I cry on occasion. Yeah. Like pretty hard, but <laughs> I can't think of a time. Okay. Well, this just in from my sister, your sister-in-law, one oh, of your sister-in-law. You sought help. I sought help for another idea. Have you ever played a prank? That went terribly wrong. That in from the sister-in-law, not me. Yes, absolutely. I you have. have? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, the the main one that comes to mind was the prank we did in... For that video? Yeah, for the, the video we made. Oh, in. I didn't know if that'd be considered a prank. Nice. It's a good story. Are you going to go It was kind there? of a prank, yeah. So, oh man, this is like a podcast <laughs> episode's worth of story, but... Long story short, <laughs> there was a time in high school where we were doing final projects for an English class, and one of them was to make a video. And really, it was like the AP test was passed, so we could make a video of whatever we wanted. And one group of our friends decided to make a video where they wanted to stay. They were doing it like the show Jackass was really popular at the time, <laughs> and they wanted to do uh, a video that they had seen them attempt on Jackass where they faked a kidnapping. Oh, jeez. And we put a friend of ours in the trunk of our buddy's car. At a gas station, right? Well, we were driving around, and there was another car of friends filming this. Okay. And so I was in the passenger seat. My friend was driving his mom's car. And then we had a friend, <laughs> this this guy who was really tall and lanky, and he had nothing on but knee-high socks and short shorts. <laughs> and he was tied up and gagged in the trunk. And we pulled oh through. Gosh. The idea was we were going to pull through a gas station and pop the trunk, and he would run out. And act like he was a kidnapped victim. This was in 1999, everyone. Yeah, we were so, incredibly stupid. And very stupid. I was and supposed it was a to jump time. out. It was. And I was supposed to jump out of the car and throw him back in the trunk and we were going <laughs> to speed away. So already this was just the worst idea. And <laughs> it's cringy now to talk about. But we went to the gas station. We pulled through, popped the trunk. He ran through the gas station, like full on. And we had to pull around again and cut him off with the car. He ran into the car full speed, left a huge dent in the side of the car because he was really trying to sell it, I guess. Oh I hopped out, wrestled, fake wrestled him back into the trunk, and we tried to peel out, but there was all this oncoming traffic. <laughs> so we're just sitting there waiting as people are losing oh their minds, gosh. screaming at us and like, what is going on and all this oh. stuff. So finally the traffic clears. This lady had come up and she was screaming <laughs> oh at me through the passenger window, like like one foot away from my face, just like yelling profanities at us. That's so bad. Oh. It was terrible. And so we finally got out of there and we went about a block away and our other car pulled up and they're like, yeah, we didn't catch any of that on camera. <laughs> and um, the thing about it was that not long after we found out that a lot of people had thought it was a very real kidnapping and that our friend with the short shorts was not a man but a woman and because he had long curly hair and (laughs) they called the police and since we had been sitting at the traffic the license plate was easily easily (laughs) ascertained by onlookers and every active duty unit in Sacramento County was looking for me and my friends for a matter of time until the situation got cleared up. So that was not... But no repercussions. Thankfully not. And that was... Except for the 
mild trauma you gave to everyone at the gas station who had yes. to witness this. Yeah, that was... Uh, <gasps> talk about a prank gone wrong. That yeah, was... that... Okay. <laughs> well, now that you either find Josh amusing or hate him... Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go on to the next question. Wait, your turn. Your turn. My turn. I, yeah, yeah. History or spiritual? Uh, history. History. Okay. What was a time mm-hmm. unrelated to our family? So, me or our daughter... Mm-hmm. That you were excited about the future and what happened. As in, I'm not, wait, <laughs> why unrelated? So it's not so self-promoting. Like, yeah, like, oh, you know, when, I don't know, when Lily excited was about to be about, born. Oh, or, okay, okay. You know, when. Um. Oh my gosh, I think I've always been excited about the future. We may have to edit out some of the long thinking pauses, just so you guys know. Well, something in the past few years that I was excited about was moving, not necessarily here, but moving <laughs> to a location that was closer to my family of origin. So being... Not that you weren't excited to move here. No, but like... <laughs> the idea of being closer to family. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That was something mm-hmm. that was I was really excited about and grateful for the opportunity for. We had mm-hmm. lived... Mm-hmm in Prague when we were both trying to find Mm -hmm. jobs right out of grad school and we drew a six mile or six hour radius around my family Mm -hmm. and we were like okay we'll live somewhere within this and then we ended up six hours exactly away from them google maps was like 6.0 hour estimated driving time door yeah so we did that and we that wasn't on purpose (laughs) right my mom's like he did that on purpose josh did that on purpose i definitely didn't (laughs) Um, but so this has been so, so nice to Mm -hmm. be be two hours and yeah, my, my one sister moved, um, here to Baltimore also. Mm -hmm. So that has been just, yeah, something I was excited for and has been just a change in our lifestyle, really. Any of you that are far or close or next door to parents slash grandparents can probably relate. Awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. I'm ready. History. History is describe for our listeners one of your most cherished memories. Mm. Well, I'll just talk about the one that instantly sprang to mind. Yeah, good. It does have to do with our family. So, well, I didn't put that caveat on mine. Uh, so we, as part of this project, aren't going to be talking or featuring, oh, uh, talking about or featuring yeah. our daughter too much. Uh, we just, or maybe at all. Yeah, like we probably we don't really want to be posting pictures of her and stuff, just you know, for her sake. But mm-hmm. um, I will say that one of the times that really comes to mind was um, she was just about, I think, over a year old, and I had gone on a trip, and I came back home, and like. It was a very, very small, simple thing, but like she had sort of just learned to run, yeah. you know? Barely run, yeah. yeah. And so I, legs. I think I'd been on like a, a retreat, you know, or something like that. And so I came home after a few days and you guys thought I was coming in the back door. So like I came around the front or somehow, something, how I snuck up on you guys and Lily turned and saw me coming and she just like, bolted Mm -hmm. and ran into my arms and uh, was like so happy and that was like kind of the first time that it happened and like that recognition I don't not the recognition obviously but like yeah that that her ability to run and show joy in that way yeah yeah yeah. so I think just you know there's been 
daily moments like yeah. that in a way, but that one really stands out. That's I don't know. It's like a cherished moment yeah. for me. So nice. Yeah, it's small, but that's where my mind instantly went. Sweet, sweet. All right, you ready for our spiritual yeah. category? Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. If you could have your loved ones here, oh my, goodness. not here presently, here, oh. like auditorily, here and fully internalize one sentence. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> gracious! I, I knew how you started this. It was going to be like a quiz. Should I start okay. over? If you could have your loved ones here and fully internalize one sentence about God. What would it be? Oh my goodness! And fully internalize. Yeah, that's like good. That, not yeah. just to have it something they hear, but that it really comes to like dwell their, in their hearts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. their significance. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Can it have a lot of commas? Or is it supposed <laughs> to be a short sentence? <laughs> I will leave the grammatical structuring of the okay, sentence okay. up to you. Okay. I would say God sees you and loves you and is creating something beautiful out of every piece of your story and our world. Hmm. That's good. That wasn't a run-on sentence. I don't know. <laughs> it's I a wasn't beautiful that one. good. It sounds a lot like what we're doing here. A little. Yeah. yeah hmm. Which is fitting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for your spiritual question, mm-hmm. how has being a pastor for the past nine years hindered your relationship with God? Ooh, wow, that's a good one. And helped. Yeah. yeah. First hindered, though. Okay. So one thing is I'll just say first off is that it's definitely caused me to feel at times a little conflicted or ambiguous mm-hmm. about what we're doing here. Okay. You know, because I felt kind of like what right do I have as a pastor like someone who works in a church to speak to people who are feeling on the outs with church yeah and I guess like I know in my heart that I felt that way even as I've worked for the church but I know that having that um title might make that difficult for people if yeah. they hear that like how how can you talk to me when you like represent you know the, the church so that's one thing it's kind of like I wrestle with that and I've come to terms with that and I think there's ways that it makes more sense you know in a way to talk about it because it's like I see by working there that it's yeah like the the benefits and the limitations okay you know and I hope that's something we can talk about and kind of along those same lines of hindrance is I think when faith kind of becomes your job it's so easy to make it rote to make Mm. it going through the motions to make it into a job a checklist and I can be preaching about how faith shouldn't be something we check off our list, like just going through the motions. And the preparation for that sermon was that, like going through the motions. And so, you know, if, if reading the Bible in a way is is part of your to-do list. Yeah. And as a pastor, you know, that kind of stuff often is, it can become very difficult to, to know when you're being real and when you're being Mm. authentic. So that's something I've always wrestled mm. with a little bit. It's very easy for me to kind of fall into that professionalism yeah. when I'm looking at or talking about faith and forget like why I fell in love with this and was called yeah. to this in the first place. Yeah. The benefit of it, I think, is that it's caused me to 
see how these things play out in real people's lives. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Enneagram five. Oh my Can you gosh. believe I talked about the Enneagram before you No, did? my heart is I kind know. of racing. Be still my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I think Allison almost just fell out of her chair. I'm shocked. Okay, for everyone listening, I liked the Enneagram for years and Josh was so annoyed with it. And now listen to now him I'm only on a mildly annoyed by it. Talking about his Enneagram number. Anyway, go ahead. What's that mean though, quick? What that means is that I very much am someone who processes things through the lens of just information. He's yeah. The, the like five to, is like known as the observer. I like to stand back and observe mm-hmm. and postulate and yeah, investigate yeah. and just learn and not really apply, but sometimes uh-huh. just take in information. Yeah. And so I I could easily do that with faith, like where if I was like just huh. teaching it or something like that. I would never really have to engage with, okay, well, how do these concepts oh. play out in people's lives? Mm-hmm. And what does it really mean when someone lives this out or fails to or yeah. is hurting? And what are the words to comfort someone? And mm-hmm. just like where faith really meets flesh and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gets messy with people. And so being a pastor, I'm forced into that. And that's what I love about it because that's yeah. actually my favorite part of yeah. ministry is the hmm. realness, the embodiedness of faith. Yeah. And if I wasn't doing that, I think I probably honestly would have lost that a long time ago. Hmm. Yeah. I think it was so interesting that your first job out of seminary was being a middle and high school youth pastor hmm. because it was because <laughs> <laughs> you have a tendency to be a little esoteric mm-hmm. and to you loved seminary for the ideas and so much of it was head knowledge. Yeah, and so, I could have been a student forever. Oh yeah, you loved it. Mm-hmm. And so for you to then have to translate that and... For like 12 year olds. Yeah, for mm-hmm. seventh graders and hang out with them and love them and play mm-hmm. like, what was that? One of those games? <laughs> <laughs> dodgeball mostly. <laughs> dodgeball. Um Oh, Foursquare. They were so into Foursquare. Oh, yeah, they really were. Yeah, Foursquare. They were obsessed. So anyway, to have you do that just felt like such a great move Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, oh, this is not what you maybe would have chosen ideally for yourself of what you liked, but it was so healthy for you. Yeah. And really cool to see you grow in that. Thank you. That's so kind. I think that that really translates well into what we were going to finish with. I think, oh. which we were going to end on kind of this idea of what are you most excited right. about, yeah. about reclamation. That was the one question we knew we were going to ask mm-hmm. each other. For me, it's very much along those same lines is the thing I'm most excited about with this that we're doing with reclamation faith is hearing how people are experiencing these things mm-hmm. in their lived lives, yeah. you know, in their real everyday experiences in yeah. ways that I think are going to be new and exciting for us and hopefully for everyone else right to begin to share stories to yeah just get that view of of not concepts and ideas we never wanted this to just be an idea factory right but to really hear how people are doing and I'm super excited to just begin to hear those stories and to kind of test things out together in our daily experience yeah ah we should have pre-planned this a little bit because that's very similar to my to my answer to Josh well that's okay Oh, well, maybe for you. Um, (laughs) So for me, similarly, I am most excited to see through hearing from you all, like what is the spirit up to right now? Because I do just see from world events 
national events, church events, that things are really shifting Mm -hmm. and in a lot of ways negatively shifting. But I think that, um, if I'm being honest, I think that God is doing a new thing and that the spirit is doing a new thing. And so I, similarly to what Josh is saying, I'm excited to hear from you all about what that is that you're experiencing outside of the church because I think this new thing is happening outside of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so to kind of gather that up and and grow together in that and, um, and affirm, I mean, hopefully this is an over, overstepping, I don't know, myself, um, but to affirm those of you who are on the margins or who are spiritually displaced right now because I like truly think you are in a really special and important place. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's said to you very often or igno- or seen like very often, yeah. but I'm not making that up. I feel like you're in a very unique and special place and that we as people who are trying to follow Jesus are can learn from you can learn from you um so yeah i'm excited about that it fits well with what we're going to be doing if you don't follow us on social media if you could do that please because <laughs> it, on our instagram account which is doing a little better than facebook um and our instagram account and the facebook account we're going to be starting to feature people and mm-hmm. so kind of doing pictures and a longer caption of the way that they have since been spiritually displaced, but maybe more, maybe that's the main story. But more importantly, also like how they what they've seen God doing of late in their life and in this place. So yeah. stay tuned to that. Follow us, tag a friend that or share with a friend that you think would like that, and contact us too if you want to share your story. Where I'm kind of the curator of that arm of our project. Mm-hmm. Um, so contact us if you want to be on that. Yeah. And stay tuned. We do have a few other things that we're working mm-hmm. on that we're excited about. We're going to have some fun events coming up uh, to connect with people in the near oh, future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, be on the lookout. And yeah, hopefully, this has given a little bit of a picture of who the heck you're listening to. Yeah. Thanks for listening in to our, to our interview of each other. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned things about you tonight. I did too. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you.